0: Thank you for tuning in and listening to this episode of Intuition Your First Sense. This is Vicki and this episode is going to be a response to a question. I had put out a help a gal out request of what do you want to hear about? What subjects? How can I help? Because You know, a lot of the times when one is in this position of creating their own show, we think we know what we want, You got what you guys want to listen to, but it's not always the case. So I put out a request on social media to let me know what you want to think about. And people responded so well that I have quite a few topics actually that I've added to my roster of programs that I already had planned. And, um... That we will topics that we'll be exploring. So this week, um, it morphed into from the question, and I'll get into that. A, a question within myself of this dynamic within life and and business and self awareness and coaching. There tends to be the topic of and the suggestion of reinvention. So there's so many books out there that are reinvent yourself and re this and read that. And I was thinking about it from the perspective of, you know, knowing that re often means to refer back to, right, about the thing we were talking about actually comes from the Latin word res. And it's about that thing right? So we refer back to it, re being even in the word refer. And we all know how much I love words and they have meaning and energy. And I was thinking about this and the idea of the pressure that is around the word reinvention, because to reinvent means to change something so much that it appears to be entirely new. And that just seems like a lot of work to me. Reinvent yourself. I gotta start from the beginning, from when my cells clashed together and created who I am and everything that I've learned up until this point just gets tossed out. And then I started thinking about it in the context of like what we're going through right now and how businesses have had to change. And if you listen to my previous podcast about the pivot, you know, the idea around that. And I started thinking about, I don't think it's too far off the mark, but the word invent to invent means to create. It means to make something that is to it. it, I can't spit out the words, I'm so excited about the word. It means resulting from like study and experimentation and a creation that yes is a new um idea or process or way of being, but it results from the study and the process and everything that you know you've already been through. You go through this invention and it's something that changes a new situation, can change self. Um, they could be pretty seismic changes actually, if we want to stay with the alliteration here. And I just started thinking about this. And then this question came through from one of the listeners and it lines up with where we are now, because during this time, We are being asked to look at everything new, how we go about our week. How do we, do we even know if there's a difference between a Friday and a Saturday anymore? Um, Maybe that should be evaluated. How we're doing our shopping, who we're getting together, how we're taking care of self. And we're looking at, I hope everyone's looking at what is truly important in their life and what could be, you know, maybe recycled, ha <laughs> another reword. So I figure why not invent? It seems easier than going back to the start and, and to throw out everything that's been added on. I mean, even as a soul, we're taking into consideration lifetime after lifetime after lifetime and all that we've learned, even if we don't remember it all. So I love how things line up and this is part of being aware of energy and being in the flow, but also being willing to pay attention. So my sessions that were today have been booked out for a while and Then I planned on recording this after sessions, because I was already in the flow of talking. And today's sessions were all about the clients taking a new direction. So two people who were already in their chosen careers, but their their work is taking, well, yeah, completely different directions for them. And it's exciting. Um, one doing a total career shift, um, and another one was about schooling and, you know, creating a whole, uh, new level of, um, expertise in her field. So all people who were already living really cool lives, but who could feel the change necessary within them and the desire to reach out for help in this process, that would be me. Um, and these, like I said, are pretty seismic changes. And that goes along with where we are as a universe, as an earth, as a country, as a state, as a town, we are going through some huge changes right now. And I've said it before on the previous podcast, if you're just sitting still, this is going to feel like whiplash as we go through the process, because some of this is shaking off the stagnation that we may have been in due to. You know, just being in the process of life rather than, um, you know, invested in that life. So I don't think we have to toss out what we know. I think that would be a shame, actually. It would be so unnecessary because the knowledge that's already been gathered and that we've, in each of us, um, taken the time to explore and to learn It just seems like a waste if we're not doing that and we were wonderful compilations of the people we've met, where we've been, how we've experienced life, both the challenges and the successes and the, um, eh, sometimes the easy times, you know, we think we have to really start appreciating from whence we come and who we are and where we're going. So this question that came in, I'm, I'm so grateful to uh, Sharon for sending this in because it did line up and it allowed me kind of a diving board to go off of, uh, if you will. And the question has a lot of parts, so I'm going to address them and and hopefully make them as applicable to all listeners as I possibly can while still honoring the fact that she took the time to write the question. And then also keeping with this um, inventing self theme, because one of the areas that can get tricky in inventing self is the permission that we need to give ourselves in order to be in that space of invention. Like before when we came in yes we had a, a say as a soul when we chose our parents and this lifetime and everything but we didn't really have a cognitive choice in we weren't contributing cognitively cognitively in each situation as a baby um, we definitely have cognition but most of the adults in, at least in my life I don't think we' asking me about it so this When you're an adult, you get to have, you get to invent from a place of awareness, uh, if you're willing to pay attention. So the question, one of the questions is around career change. And since it was so applicable today, I thought I'm going to roll with this one today and tossed out the one I had, the podcast I had planned. It'll show up eventually. One of the questions What are some best practices, helpful strategies to help ensure a way to pivot into a new career? So of course I have to jump on this because the previous podcast about pivoting where I said, I don't know that it's the best form of, um, process at this time. At this time in life, we need to be grounded both feet solidly on the ground Yet able to move, able to be picked up, able to travel, able to uh, move forward when opportunity does present itself because there is a lot of opportunity being presented to people oh, a lot. Every day I'm hearing from clients who I don't even I don't have a schedule session with, but they can't wait to tell me about things that are popping in their lives. And that's because honestly, they're doing the work, they're paying attention and they're willing to look at some of the challenges that they have within themselves and the belief systems and willing to shift it. So a pivot, no, um, I just love that this was part of the question, um, new career. So I have a theory that we are not in each of our lives to have careers, meaning that we do the same thing for 40 years, or even in the same line of work for 40 years, even if there's the, the beautiful ability to shift within it. We are people who, we are beings who expand, who grow, who have new interests that they never had before. Uh, and I feel like our income producers ought to reflect that. Um, As much as I loved, I still love cleaning up a good AR. I still love working within organizations and systems and creating the structure that was so much a part of healthcare finance. And I just, I do it with clients now. There's a way to morph and because we change and we grow. So I feel like if we look at it from a perspective of, income producing it also allows for not only for you to make the money you want to make but for there to be a transition an easier transition between whatever we're doing for that income it we don't get as locked up thinking that we have to stay in it especially if you've studied for years and you get your advanced degrees and then you might feel like you're stuck in that chosen career. Um, But that's not necessarily true. And I have proof of that every day with my clients when we delve into, well, what do you really want to do? You know, we don't have to announce it to the world. What is it that you'd like to do? Get clear on that. And then we can then figure out how the income can come from it. So uh, ways to shift um into uh, an income producer that allows uh, someone to be lined up with who they are. I'm gonna go a little I'm gonna go more um, linear here and and very practical actually because there's uh, we can trust our intuition and I believe we need to absolutely bring the intuition into any shift that we're doing and, We really have to be practical about some of these things and not just jump off in emotion because sometimes people get so wound up in the emotion, they end up in a place that's not in their best interest. So first, what I would do, I would assess what you want and and what do you want to do? And I mean, literally sit down, write it out. Have a clear picture of what you want to do. Look at yourself throughout the day. How many hours do you want to work? What is your best um, intention for salary? And you could do research around this or no comparable. I don't believe in limitations in that area, but I do believe in being practical and and knowing what the industry will um, reflect. So what do you want to do? How do you want to help? Because that must be part of it. Whatever we're doing in our experience, how do you want to help? Who do you want to work with? And I mean, coworkers, what type of boss do you want to work for? Do you want to be an entrepreneur? Do you want to be a solopreneur? Do you want to work in nonprofit? Who do you want to work with? Who do you want to work for? Because you may find you don't want to work for yourself because maybe you're a real biatch sometimes. Um, Who do you want to serve um, and be of service, not in service, but who do you want to serve and why? What's your why? Why do you want to do the work you do? I have such a desire while I'm on this planet and probably after (laughs) to Experience people really loving themselves, really believing in themselves and really feeling like they matter. And that drives me because if you can't do it for yourself right now, I'll hold that until such time that you can see it clearly, honestly, and with, with clear reflection, because there, you know, still needs to be expansion there. So that's my why. I, I truly believe that everyone deserves to feel value in themselves and I believe it's possible and yet sometimes they require someone to help and I'm so grateful for that. So figuring out what your clear picture is, sit down, write these things out. So many people do it on the fly or they'll say I'm clear. And then I start asking questions and they're not clear and that's okay. That's my job. Uh, but if you want to make a shift in your life and you want to line up with the work that fills you up and garners you a nice return on your investment of, of effort, I, I think these things are absolutely necessary. And then along the same lines, what are your skills? What do you have to offer? What do you bring wherever you may be, um, transitioning to? If this is an industry shift, how can you communicate that your skills are transferable? And most of them are, unless you're so specialized in your field and you need, and you're switching to another one and you need a new training or new skill sets. Most of our, basic skills are transferable. communication style, work ethic, um, ability to lead, whatever is in your you know particular wheelhouse. what are your skills? Be honest about that and ask other people. Ask other people what you bring to, the workforce? What do you bring to the relationships? Because a lot of those times that can be transferable too. And often when I'm working with someone who's going through this, I will ask them to interview three people in their lives and, and get that feedback because it's so valuable. Cause we, you know, we're looking out from our viewfinder and it's not always the most honest one. And along those lines, what are your weaknesses? What do you need to work on? Um, I once had somebody who, wanted to run her own business and had some great fundamental practices there, but she refused to use technology. And I am not the person who's going to be able to help you in that because I believe it to be necessary in our world today. And I'm sure there are plenty of positions that don't, Require that, or somebody, I'll get an email saying it's you could do this, um, and without technology. But hey, that's a different coach <laughs> when you're coming to me. We need to look at this because technology involves people getting a hold of you, and how are you gonna have a business if somebody can't get a hold of you? So you can't be hard and fast and nope, I'm not gonna have any technology. Well, then. You better go live on an island and use coconut shells. I don't know what to tell you. So what are your weaknesses? Address those before you shift. Look at those. Maybe hire a good coach. Be willing to express them because most people are interviewing, are you going to ask for one anyway? So you may as well know and you may as well prepare and then you may as well have Uh, uh, how you will work through it or what you would like to do to shift with that. Um, Because we have to keep expanding and it's just part of the wiring of being a soul and a human. So you can look at your, what we call weaknesses, have them become strengths and then, you know, constantly be looking for what can I improve uh, because it feels good. So what does your online life look like? If you want to make a shift in your, in your business practice, in your um, career, in your life, livelihood, you need to look at your online presence. And I'm including Facebook and Instagram and Twitter because they're going to be checked. And you need to make sure that you don't sound like a jackass on there and that if you're looking to be in any position that it ha- has respect in it, you have to look at these. And along those lines, what does your LinkedIn look like? What does your profile on Indeed look like? Um, what does your networking look like? Is there any connection to someone else in your world? And along those lines, look at your community start close to home think about and write down the people that could be of service because people want to help you know whenever anybody asks me if they can use me for a reference I'm not gonna give everybody a reference I need to know that you're you know uh, that my reputation is not gonna go down the toilet along with yours because people are very different in a one-hour session than they are walking around there in life and even though I can see it Um, I don't always address it in one session. So I'm happy to give that reference. And I really know that uh, people in your life would be happy to do that as well, because even those in the company that we may be leaving, there are some nudges out there, but for the most part, people want us to succeed. They want to see people happy, so I do believe that they want to help so leverage your community connections where are you volunteering? Do they know something um People get too secretive about I'm um, looking for a job or i'm I'm expanding um I believe that that fear gets in the way of actually attracting a position. You can be mindful of who you, of whom you have a conversation with, but if you're not going to promote yourself, why would I hire you? Uh, It's just, I do a lot of reviewing applications for companies. It's one of the services that I've done for years because it costs less money to hire someone who is a good fit than to guess. Um, Especially nowadays where people spend an average of four years in a job and then they're out um sometimes a lot shorter so that tends to be at the professional level the four years so it it is worth it to look at how you are presenting yourself how you will be looked at think of yourself as the person doing the interview how do you want to look at that so but you have connections and if you're willing to promote yourself And, and you can only do this if you truly understand your skills. And I don't mean that you know how to drive to work every day. Like what do you bring in there? Um, If it's a new industry that you're looking to go into or even a different um, area or arm of the current one, do your research. And when you're doing your research and you're learning, do I need to take a Certification. Do I need to brush up on my Excel skills? I uh, do. I have to learn the vocabulary of this industry. Do your research, get excited, learn. The brain likes to learn, talk to people already in the industry. What do they love about it? Now your perspective might be a little different, but it's good to, to know that, um, new is good. Right? Inventing, new, creating, new, um, it's a great place to be in, um, and, and recognizing that you're not stuck in any one situation. And I hear that word a lot in coaching that I'm stuck. And I really believe that if somebody is looking and, and wanting to shift and grow, you're not stuck, um, you are aware that you would like some shifting to happen but you're, you're not completely stuck in place unless you plant that pivot foot and then you are not going to move. So the idea that we can evolve is built into our DNA. It's built into our soul growth and it ought to be built into our cognitive life. It just needs to be talked about more I think. And some of the happiest people I have ever worked with are the ones that do a complete about face to what they, where they were working and maybe they got into it years ago and they just stayed in it because it made sense or they were raising a family and it was necessary. I'm not saying everybody needs to take these great big leaps of faith, uh, but I do feel like the more people who are lined up with what they are doing and how they're offering it and see value in their work. The more we're going to have uh, a world and an economy and um, you know just quality of life and since so many industries are shifting right now, and I really believe that a lot of these companies that were brick and mortar before, when they see that they can run the business and do it effectively, they might they're gonna need some help in supporting their their staff and understanding the, the shift in the company culture, but I really feel like a lot of these organizations and businesses are going to go to the work at home model, especially when they see how much electricity they save, um, and people, some people thrive in that. If they don't, well, they'll be freeing up their future and moving to a new, um, occupation So one of the other questions, and it was a good one, was how do you know that the next company or organization you work with will be authentic and offer ways to grow as a leader? Well, you don't. (laughs) We all want to believe that where we're hiring on and excited about (laughs) that the company itself is as much in alignment as you propose yourself to be. But we don't really know that we can um surmise it from research we can ask other people what their experience has been with a company we can ask our own intuition if this is the place where i line up with the best for right now and i'm not promoting job jumping But what I am promoting is the idea that you may outgrow a company and you may need to leave because you won't be doing your best job if you stagnate, if you stay in a job simply because it provides a paycheck. So you don't know. However, based on the fact that we are a magnetic universe and the law of attraction works so well, you line up with you. And you will, in that way, line up with the company that's in your next best interest, right? In where you are and what you want to grow. Um, I feel like often people will come to me because they have a certain position in mind and they want me to almost groom them for that. And that's not how it works, at least not in, in my business. I want you to be so completely you- that the position that you can contribute to the most shows up and that might not be the one that you have in your, you know, your crosshairs and your, your, um, in your little telescope or binoculars. So it's important to keep a, uh, a broader view. So you have to interview them. I mean, these are great questions. That how do I know this company is authentic and will offer ways for me to grow as a leader? I mean, I would ask that question in an interview because just like in dating, if you're not willing to ask these questions, well then do not blame someone else for whatever situation you lined up with that might feel awful or the relationship was bad in communication because you weren't willing to ask the questions, you know, use your manners and frame it in a way that's inquisitive, that's curious, Uh, but you got to be willing to ask these questions. And if you're not, then, well, I guess you will at the next time when you get frustrated with where you're working, because it didn't show up. It didn't end up being the company that was expansive as you thought it was going to be. And I had this example today. And what I said to her was, well, you can keep lamenting on that, that this is not what you thought it was going to be. Or you can look at it from a perspective of what am I here to learn? Can I learn it as quickly as possible? And then can I make my graceful exit? Because just like the word invent is new, we take our experiences from from where we've come. You want to leave any relationship or any current position in the most Congenial way. And you know what? That's called being a nice person. It's called being a decent employee and not just CYA. I would also ask, well, what does being a leader mean to you? We hear this word a lot lately, and I love it because I feel like the more that people embrace the fact that we all have leadership skills in there somewhere, we may not want to stand up in front of a crowd. I don't understand why not. That is so fun. But I can understand that some people wouldn't want to. And, you know, sometimes people want to be a leader by example, or sometimes people want to be up in front creating the policies and the procedures. And they want to be the ones who are bringing about the, you know, larger shifts and changes. But what does a leader mean to you? I hope it means inclusivity. I hope it means that um when you're leading you're you're listening to those around you and what they're saying and what their brilliance has to offer i mean that's why i reached out and asked for subject matter i have a list of a 100 different podcast um episode uh topics but i consider myself a leader in intuition skill set and development and um you know, business mindset and such like that. But if I'm not asking those of you who are listening, I'm a crappy leader. I'm just out in front for myself. So what kind of leader do you want to be? What does that mean? Um, Get clear on that. Don't expect someone else to see it if you don't see it within yourself. There are rare occasions where a supervisor will say and see the aspects within you that they would like to groom. I was grateful to have this experience many years ago. It wasn't until I was out of the company for 10 years I realized she was grooming me to run my own company. She didn't know that at the time. I was so grateful. But don't expect someone else to see it if you don't. And don't expect someone else to say, wow, you're a great leader. Here's this position on a platter. We gotta we do have to work for it. Um, anything that is handed to us, I believe in gifts from the universe. Absolutely. But I also know that those gifts are because our vibration is at a certain point and the ability to carry out the task is already within that person, whether they know it or not, they may not know it. So, um, get clear and, and be willing to even, um, share that your skill sets in leadership are A, B, C, one, two, three, whatever they are. Okay. Um, and then, and this includes like in your own life, not just in career, get clear on the type of person you want to be in your life. How do you want to live it? Who do you want to, um, not only who do you want to be, but who do you want to see yourself as when you croak? Like when you look back and you do your life review, how do you want to look at that? Um, what do you want them to say? And, and by them, I mean like the people inside of you, that your, your committee of experienced self guides, um, all of that. So in ex- an extension of that, Once you line up with a company, um, there are ways to, um, try to, one of the questions she asked was what, what are the ways to try to help align with the company culture and climate? My answer is always going to be to align with you that will align the company who comes in that will align the coworkers, that will align the experience. Um, getting an outside job is really an inside job. Knowing who you are, what you bring, how you bring it, um, often reduces anxiety, it, it nervousness, um, there's a sense of self that people have when they do this, uh, inquiry. And I'm not saying it's constantly there. Of course, there's nervousness. Of course, there's a um, doubt that shows up occasionally. That's another layer that tells me there's expansion happening. When doubt shows up, I'm like, "Ooh, this person's expanding. This is exciting. Um, So you align with the company culture and the climate by aligning with yourself and then look to the people that are there. You know, what are the characteristics that you admire? Get to know people for people. We're so surface lately. And I know that in a, in a work environment, there may not be time to get all that close to people and that's okay. Uh, but can we start seeing them as people and not just the position that they fill? And that would help so much. So do your inside job to align with your outside job. Uh, I think it's important to be excited about being the newbie, no matter your age or experience, if you have an excitement about learning, if you go into any situation with a desire to you know, soak up whatever the people who already work there or You know, even those dry, dry employee manuals, like what's in there that you can learn that can help you to feel more connected to the, to the business, to the organization. And that includes if you run your own business, I have, I'm taking two, one course, finishing a course right now, just signed up for a new course. I'm learning a new software program and I'm writing three. Um, online courses right now, and that's not to be a braggadocious. That is to say that this is how I stay excited about my business. This is how I stay invested in my own company because sometimes the company meetings they go on for hours and that other woman she just drones on and on and on about what she wants to be and then I have to say well Vicky, are you gonna do anything about it or are you just gonna talk about it <laughs> so you can see how it gets a little um, challenging sometimes to get anything done bouncing between those two personalities <laughs> so be willing to be excited about the new. Uh, again, back to the technology thing, often people get so intimidated about it, and it's really not all that hard. If it's not your forte, I promise you there is someone that it is. And there are ways to ha- hire someone at a very reasonable rate, and that will help with the economy and it'll honor who they are. And so this is transferable whether you are working for self, whether you're um, in any industry, really be excited about the learning. We all learn from each other. Children teach us so much and, you know, from the time continuum, they haven't been on in this lifetime as long as we have, but most of the time they have solutions that we would not have even thought of because they have new perspective and they haven't been jaded. So be excited about being the newbie. And I would say, especially in today's, uh, world and process, consider online work, consider working in a, um, a digital experience because it's not all bad. I love my virtual work. I miss being with people in my live events and going into the companies that I'm working with. I do miss it. but there's something equally connective about being able to, I had a a session with somebody in Israel the other day that, you know what, that just would not be possible in this time without charging an exorbitant amount of money. And what a beautiful experience that was. And I feel like that if we, open up and you can explore and you can feel it out of what works for you, what doesn't work for you in this. I recognize that not everybody is going to agree with this, but if you're asking me how to align with a company culture and climate, and how do I make a change right now, even if you didn't ask me, but this is now sparking some interest within you, consider it, consider working, um, and, and consider the most Abstract. Like a lot of the times when I'm working with someone, I like to challenge them to come up with the most ridiculous job description because then it often shakes off the stage fright. And hey, some people have even figured out that where they really align is in somewhere completely polar opposite to what they've been doing. And then, you know, the abundance does follow. I feel like the most important thing is that we, any change we make, any shift that we do, any growth that we're involved in, that we aspire to be whole people because who we take out into the world should really be who we are in our own space. It is so much less work to be whomever you are, wherever you are. And yes, there are different dynamics and relationships and, and such that are going to have a little variation on this, but I'm talking about who you are at a fundamental level. It should not change with our roles. We are not chameleons. We do not need to change our colors, our temperament, our temperature for those around us any longer. And I feel like a lot of the discord that exists within people is that they are living multiple lives within one life and that's where the exhaustion is. It is less work to learn who you are, to appreciate who you are, and to be that person wherever you go. And there are going to be people who don't align with it, who don't like that honesty and that's okay. Because just like I said to someone the other day, she was going on a talking about um, dating and, and there's an episode coming up on that. Um, but she was talking about it and how she didn't like the fake stuff in the first, you know, two or three things. And I asked her, well, why are you doing it? Why are you participating in it? And she said, well, then because the relationships won't be able to go anywhere. And I, I challenged her with, are they going anywhere? They're not going anywhere because you're showing up fake. The other person's showing up fake. Be brave. Show up as who you are with manners, with a willingness to learn, and it will be so much less work that the person interacting with you will feel comfortable in your energy and you know, the key to work that we love is knowing yourself so well that you are willing to see the new embrace it and apply it in whatever area of expertise is current for you right now. So if you are someone different with your, um, coworkers, than you are with your friends, then you are with your child's teacher. Then you are with yourself. That's way too much division within a body. And most of us are pretty decent people. We don't, we don't need to work that hard. We do need to be willing to recognize when a situation isn't working for us anymore, including when you've outgrown a company or you just want something new. You want to invent yourself. So no need to reinvent yourself you're good to go as you are but it would be good to meet yourself appreciate what you have to offer enhance it if necessary and then bring that whole person wherever you go it does take some bravery and I I you know speak from experience in that for the longest time I had my business self and I had my personal self and then I actually, and feel apologetic to my family because most of the time the people in my business got a more loving version of Vicki, um, because I was just so tapped by the time I got home. <laughs> um, I didn't have much to give and I, I, feel about that. And I, I recognize that, wait a minute, if I'm who, whomever I am, wherever I am, I am not having to keep up with that. And then that allowed me to be expressive, to be at ease, um, and to be very clear about honoring my time and, and what mattered to me and to let some stuff go. So who do you want to be in your world? How do you want to be in the world? Are you even in your world? Or are you faking it? Are you phoning it in? Are you doing things because you think you have to do them and you don't have to make drastic changes. Micro movements matter, remember? So, but if you don't start paying attention to these things, especially now when the energy is so helpful in drudging up our stuff and helping us to see what is no longer resonating with us, um, I don't know, just, just do it, just do it. Um, these are the questions to ask right now and, and to leverage this energy, we are in a seismic change time. So let's go ahead and seize it. Okay. Thank you very much. If you need help in identifying what changes could be made in your life, how to make them creating a plan, um, I'm here. So vickybear.com. And I wish you all the best, and we'll see you next week for the episode on relationships and SEX. Woohoo! Thank you for listening to Intuition, Your First Sense. As always, please like and subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening to it. Leave a review and take a minute to share it with a friend. You can find me all across social media at, at Coach Vicki Baird. And you can book a virtual session with me from wherever you are in the world at vickibear.com slash booking. That's vickibair dot slash booking. Thank you again and see you on the next episode.